Nice intro for the morning. Fresh off a of cold. Stay cold. <laughs> Cheese. What up, Doc? You know, this is gonna be the last one for like the next two years. Nah, I get it though. <laughs> Caffeine morning show. Sticks. We're gonna do this thing like this. I hope they ready. Yeah. Yeah, I picked this beat smooth. Oh. Caffeine, Starbucks, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Cocaina, how I'm gonna start this? I mean, Doc been complaining for so long, so what the heck? Sticks on the drop, let's rock it. Rock like Jay, the billionaire. Oh, Marlo, is a billion up in them pants? Cause you thick like the air would be If Farrakhan ran into the Ku Klux Klan I base my skill on the scale from zero to Jesus But if Mohammed be the highest only Allah can see sticks I mean this Economic completeness Resources all good, it's just a band-aid I'm trying to be the doctor for elevated solutions My health is all they give us is Medicaid's The virus oh, You can see clear through your eyelids A cup of the morning show will fix your iris They teach us to hate the IRS Black wealth is a myth The black queen is a trick But all that is a trick Spin your check on the whip? Nah, get a duplex, renovate then flip oh, Smooth D, I'm just trying to uplift like the face on Kris Jenner, I'm just trying to uplift Like the hips on Marlo, oh, we talked about that But my skin is black, I'm just speaking the facts, yeah Stock tips on my IG story I can bet my stock tip this year My story about to be everywhere, TV and on film Guess we have to wait and see, Doc already tried to tell him Tried to tell him, soldier boy, who you Got the Draco about to let it go, boo Damn, what happened to rap? Crackhead is the king, the new spot is the trap I remember singing used to be R&B I remember when our heroes was QEP They say it's evolution, but nah, this is pollution Designed by higher-ups, disguising it as solutions Streaming, taking over, destroying the independence They own by the labels, I dare you to make a living Your chain bright, well what can we expect? We was killed for knowing how to read and write And that's facts, never leave you a cap Caffeine morning show Start you off with that Sticks Hey yo doc man Um, It's like the 95th drop In like a year So You might have to run with this For like the next two years Smooth D just run it back Like three or four times And people might learn something Marlo I didn't get your name You know confused this time I know who you are now Caffeine morning show Sticks Think Watts AM Caffeine Show. AM Caffeine Show. What up? It's your boy DOC. It's your girl Marlo J. DJ Smooth Melody. Uh, yeah, Wednesday. Let me shout out to uh, everybody that rocked with us on, on Friday and to our special guests that came through, Jono and Marcella. Geez, Griffin, right? Griffin. Griffin, Griffin right? You yeah. guys, um, they have uh, this really cool song that's out now called Traffic's a Pain. Um, real funny kind of like take off, like a little parody of Tony, Tony, Tony and Never Rains in Southern California. They came through, so shout them out. Um, what's going on, people? It's Wednesday. It's hump day. Hump something. Hump. It, oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. It's ooh. not. It's not. Uh. It's Wednesday. She said it's hump something. 
No. Marlo, you don't like to get humped on Wednesdays? Uh, <laughs> I just get humped on any day. Hey. Hey. Why, why limit yourself? <laughs> <laughs> not just the Wednesday. But um, I don't like your Did you, did you hump today? I did not. You didn't? I did not. How I long has it been? It's been a while. What? Like, it's for been a, a while. What, what's a while? It's been a while. It's been a while. Like, okay, stop saying that. <laughs> a while is longer than uh, a month. But it's been much longer than a month. Wait, so a while is a month? That, that doesn't seem like that's that's long. Oh, why? Because you don't get it any? You don't get it oh, any I just got off some ass. Don't trip. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you got off on your own ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's the longest? The longest I've been? Yeah. Now? Two years. Wow. Were you trying to be a nun? No, I went celibate for two years. Did you? And then after going, did you just go buck wild? Did you celebrate after no. being celibate? No. And who, what made you decide, like, after being celibate, like, what made you say, okay, I'm going to give it to this person after two years? Like, what was it? I was like, okay, I'm over this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was just over it. I was just like, I decided to go celibate because I was just like, you know what? I I, want, I thought that I wanted to wait until I was married. And, you right. Know, and when I you realize, like, like, nobody's going to marry me. I didn't realize that at all. Because mother has lived, honey. <laughs> but, um... But I just got to a point where I was just like, you know what? I, like I got to get broke and off. I like him, and I think he deserves it. Let me go ahead and give it. Me, oh, okay. There it is. Was it worth it after two years? Like, No. No? <laughs> I was like, wah, wah, I was so wah, mad. Wah. I was like, I should not have given it to him. To this dude. He should have been my first back. Right. But, yeah. Oh, well. What, his name, what's the name again? His, um... You crazy. It didn't work. You're out of your mind. AM <laughs> Caffeine Show. So today... Man, the guest that we had today scared the damn bejesus. There, that's the word I was looking for right there. <laughs> Actor, and I would have to say, I, it's, I think we got we can't we can't say actor because he literally was a transformer. He was somebody else. No question. <laughs> um, he's in Snowfall now. Yeah. But I got familiar familiar with him. Two thousand, I guess two 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 thousand seventeen is when uh, Get Out came out. Was that two thousand seventeen? Was it already? Um, and it he was? was in Get Out. And let me tell you, dude, he scared the crap out of me in that damn movie. Uh, the one and only. Marcus Henderson in the damn building. Marcus and Henderson in the building. He played Walter. So was it Walter? Walter, yeah. Walter, yeah, right? He was grandpa. Yes. Grandpa. Grandpa. Yes. He was grandpa. Yo, yes. every time he came, like it was that, your that your spread, eye, he was scary. Yo, that spread he did and that pivot. <laughs> <laughs> my man Marcus Henderson in the building. Marcus, what's up, my man? How what you up, doing? Thanks up? for thanks for being part of the show today, man. Thank y'all for having me. Um I just want to start to get out because that's when I really got, you know, familiar with you. Um, I want to know, did you run track? Right. <laughs> I did. Because you had great Singer High. Hey. Shout out hey. to Jenny. St. Louis, so, Missouri. All right. So, listen, so you're from St. Louis. That's right. Is that how you know Smooth D? Is that Smooth how you know Smooth D? Yeah, through my cousin, Cedric Nora. I said. 
I said. Well, oh, said. Yes. Oh, that's his cousin yeah, on his cousin. mama's side or dad's side. My mama's side. Mama's side. Shout out, said. I ain't seen said. Where is said? In St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis. 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 That's why yeah. I ain't seen him. He'll yeah. be back. You know, yeah, he'll be back. He's back and forth. He's okay. Shout out to said. Um. So from St. Louis, always wanted to be an actor. No, no. So no. What, what was your first? What did you first want to be? A uh, gym teacher and a football coach. You better. That was it. It was simple. That so was real simple. I was going to go to school, come back to St. Louis, coach, and and uh, and just stay there. And just stay there. So wait, you moved out of St. Louis when? 2003. And you were going to come back to St. Louis from where? Alabama State. Shout out to Alabama State. You better be. Yeah. Wow. So, Did you go on a football scholarship? Yeah, yeah. You won a football. A, I had a partial football scholarship. Um, what position were you? It was funny. In high school, I was a defensive end, and I thought that was pretty big shit. But then uh, I got to college, and they nah, like, nah. Nah. Like, shrimp. <laughs> right. shrimp, hold my jock strap. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So when you went, did you did you play all four years? No, no. I uh, I redshirted my first year, and then I finally got on the second year. But it still was like you know, in college, man, football is just a whole different game. It's not the person who works the hardest gets right. the reward. Yeah, right. It's like. You know, you got scholarship babies, and then you got motherfuckers that's just like born and bred football their whole lives. So yeah, it right. was like it was just a business. It became a business, and right. it wasn't fun anymore. Anymore, and, yeah. po- and political. Too. Yeah, it's very political. Very, very political. political. So, so what were you? Stu- what was you? Where were you studying? So um, I was studying. I was a phys ed major. Okay. And uh, one night, uh, my freshman year, me and some friends, you know, we were you know hanging out, having fun, and uh, we saw a sign up that said, you know, dramatic guild auditions and. We were like, oh, it's going to be all sorts of girls over there. <laughs> so we're going to do it. Go ahead and do it. And so we went over and, uh, man, the, the, the theater was electric that night. It was all people everywhere dancing. They practicing their dances, practicing over there. They practicing their runs like, ah, and all that. And I was like, damn, man, this is for real. And, uh, I was too nervous to like audition and be a part of it. So I, uh, decided to be a part of the security group. That was at the theater because they had a security team that like watched the parking lot during performances and rehearsals. <laughs> he said, you and know what? Like, I'll be staff. Yeah, I'll just be staff. <laughs> I just sat back. That's great. But, uh, but you know, you know, if, if people who know Tauruses or you know, we're a competitive type. Uh, I look. I kept looking down at the stage when I would be at rehearsals late and looking like, man, you know, like I could just. I was just watching people not being able to take direction and right. that annoyed the shit out of me like how come you can't walk and talk at the same right. time man come on right and so you know at, at some point i was just like man i i just i want to i want to do it i want to just try it and uh sure enough uh a director was directing black nativity and uh we did that every christmas and he asked me to be a guard you know, just hold the staff and bring Jesus down to the stage. And I'm like, all right, I can do that. You're like, I'm already security. Like, I'm already security. Yeah, it was already, it was like, you know, I was already close I was to the role. This role. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be the best staff holder ever. Oh, man. And, you know, and the thing is, is that it's such a, uh, what people don't know about, you know, theater is like, it's just like being on a football team. Like, everybody's got their part to play. Everybody's got to do something to make the whole thing work. And I, and I was just, I fell in love with that. I fell in love with being a team and making something happen. So, it uh it all just kind of came together and you know next thing you know somebody asked me to be in uh West Side Story and I was like all right cool Who would you play in West Side Story? I don't know, just a red just a random jet 
He said, I, I was jet number three. I was, <laughs> it, the, the name was Big Deal, but I'm not going to you know, make a big deal out of that. <laughs> yeah, just saying. Um, but yeah, yeah. Once I did that, uh, I moved on to doing Shakespeare and I fell in love with that. And then, yeah, it just became a whole thing. So wow. you, re- so to this day, like you really love still doing theater. Like, that- oh man, I would, if theater could pay like Hollywood pays, that's what I would be doing in a minute. Like oh I leave, God. I leave theater TV is so behind. hard though. He said, oh, not for me, because I'm awesome. So, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, you just, you just got to love to do it. You know, it's just like, you know, I don't know. I look at what I do. It's like no different from what a dentist does every day. You know, they go, they help people with their cavities and shit. I, I go <laughs> in and, like, you know, just do my job. And, That's crazy. You know. But, you know, I hear that a lot of folks who come from theater, they, you know, just the, the feel of being on stage is just so much different yeah. from, like you said, yeah. you know, you know, doing film or doing TV, like, Folks that come from theater always want to go back to that. Absolutely. But I feel like people that come from theater also dominate in Hollywood mm. because they're like the, the I training. Mean, I guess they, is just they, so they much have, different. Yeah. Yes, you, I mean you get trained. You get trained to use your instrument. Like what what I have right now is literally an instrument. You know, like I know how to use it. Right. You know, I know like everything that I need to do in order to affect myself and then affect the audience. You know. So who? So what? What did you channel? Or who did you think about, or what was your substitutions for the role in Get Out? So one of the things that uh, Jordan talked about was it being this big secret, you know, that I have that I can't tell anybody, you know, and that's how excited Roman is, uh, who who is the person inside of Walter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's excited that he has this secret that he really wants to tell Chris, mm-hmm. but he can't because then the whole thing is blown up. The whole operation is. Out of, you know, off the charts. So, um, I think that, that little bit just gave me a little childlike, mm-hmm. you know, sort of inspiration to, uh, kind of a, a little giggle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little giggle. But, it, you know, coming from a big ass grown man, it's, yeah. it's, it's just <laughs> creepy. It's just creepy. It's just creepy. <laughs> it's creepy. And like yeah. this grown man shouldn't have his giggle secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't have a giggle secret being grown. Um, so with Get Out, what was what was your audition process for that? Oh man! Uh, and how did you first hear you had? So by this point, you have an agent. And you yeah, have all, yeah. All, all so that I have stuff. my agent, all that stuff. Uh, I so the, it was the movie was done by Blumhouse. Okay. Blumhouse made the movie, uh, and I had previously done a movie called Whiplash. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw that, but the it was uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, the drummer yeah. movie. Drummer yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, at yeah, the yeah. end of the movie, I'm the one on the bass, like, man, what the fuck you doing? Yeah, you know, I, remember you know. I remember that. Oh, that was and, you. Yeah, that's me. That's me. <laughs> and so uh, the the casting director who cast that, shout out to Terry Taylor. Uh, she called me in because she was like, "It's this weird role for a black guy," and I thought you would be perfect. And I was <laughs> because like, you're okay. black, because you're black and weird. weird. Well, because I'm black and weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know. Um, and so she, you know, I came in for it and. Uh, did the audition and you know i was just thinking like all right you know i didn't think anything of it two days later i had a call back with jordan uh i wasn't a big like key and peel fan mm-hmm. before that mm-hmm. so i didn't really watch i didn't really know about it but my wife she loved key and peel okay. so she was always watching it but i was always like some doing something else while she was doing that right and uh so the night when i found out i had it like the next day i was like oh shit let me go watch, I need to watch all mar- this stuff. marathon, marathon. Can't feel. right and uh and it was really funny and like and and when i read the script again i realized like oh shit everything every character in this script i could read as jordan's voice like if jordan could redo that movie and play every, every character, character himself I, I think it would be just as successful. Right. Because wow. uh-huh. it, it literally is his voice, his voice. and everything. Uh-huh. 
So it's 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 really phenomenal if you get a chance to read that script and imagine Jordan playing these roles. So wow. that was that was the that was the inspiration going into the room. Uh one of the things that I was told that he told me, you know, later uh when I auditioned for it, I added a line in that look in that one little scene I had with Chris. Mm-hmm. I say something to the effect of uh one of a kind, top yes. of the line. Yes. And I don't think top of the line was in the script, but it just felt like, like it should be there. It should be there. So yeah. I said it. And he was like, it was that line that like made me realize, oh, you you get this character. You know what this character needs. Right. So like right. he, you know, everybody that they auditioned after me, they were trying to get to do it like me. Right. And so he was, you know, so essentially it's like, well, why don't we just give him get the, the person role. who did right. Yeah, right. right. I really want you to know, right. just from you saying that line, it was still creepy. Just, just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just so oh, you know, you creep me out. You play too much. How long did you guys shoot? 21 days. Really? That's it? One day. Oh, y'all knocked it out. Where did you shoot? Alabama. Alabama. So you were familiar with... So I got to, yeah, I got to go back. Uh, It was like closer to like Mobile. I forgot the... Fairhope, I believe, was the name of the town. Fairhope, Alabama. I feel like every time I watch that movie, it's like something new I see. Like I see something new or realize something new. Mm -hmm. Is it the same for you? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's tons of things that like still give me chills when I think about being there while we shot it uh there's a particular scene that uh i remember and it, this is like one of the, my favorite moments it's a scene where after chris gets hypnotized he comes down the steps he walks past the kitchen and betty who played grandma mm-hmm. walks right past like that little jink noise yes. like the first little jump noise you uh-huh. know? and i remember the, the him doing the scene and it like you know chris passes the kitchen and it was nothing at first and Jordan was like, cut, wait, hold on, somebody get Betty. Like, and somebody had to call for Betty all the way at base camp, get her back on set, because she wasn't supposed to be in that. He scene. just he just saw he it. He just saw it and yeah. was like, this is perfect. Right. And so I remember that specifically. And that moment always gives me chills thinking about like And and you that, you, you, that you saw of, him like I saw the light go and, off in his head. Right. I saw him yell for somebody to go get Betty and how excited he was about this idea. Right. And so when I finally saw it in the, I mean, watching him, watching the takes, watching the like, watching it not be perfect until it was perfect, and then like watching it when I saw it for the first time, I was You're like, like oh, whoa, 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 that was just exciting, man. Right, that was really exciting. So how, when you first saw it for the very first time, mm-hmm. did you think? Did you realize like, man, this can be big? When I read it for the first time, I knew that. Did you? Yes, absolutely. Uh, one of the things that, you know, I I don't know. you For whatever reason, I'm just going to say this. Uh, Jordan took a very humble role when going through the Oscars, uh, like the award season, mm-hmm. where he was just like, oh, I had no idea what this movie would be. I don't, I don't know. It was so, such a surprise. And, and I'm thinking, like, man, it was... You was the main one that was like, this movie's going to be iconic. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What happened? Where's that guy at? Where's that dude at? Yeah. But, but literally on set every day, this dude was like, this is going to be iconic. That run you just did is going to be iconic. What, you know, everything he was saying was going to be iconic. And he brought it all it into was. fruition. Right. Like, he literally was. knew what he was sitting on. And I knew it. I was like, you know, like, we didn't get paid nothing to do it. 
So that was going to be my question because I think the budget for it was like maybe not even less five, than five, five million. Less than five, than five million, million, but it didn't end up oh, doing wow. over two hundred million. So when you do a project like that and, and you don't really get paid, theaters. that's just in theaters, right? So now we're not even talking we're about not talking about cable DVD and, and all and that cable and all that stuff. So how does it how does it work for you because you're not making that much? Is there a there's a back end deal? So there, so you get a back end deal. I did get a back end deal. Still did not amount to. It was pennies, pennies, right? To right. what you know they made, uh, but then like once everything is like video on demand, DVD sales, and all that, then we get residuals, right? So mm. that kind of makes up. But that's like for the rest of my life over time. You yeah, 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 that's yeah, 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 yeah. perpetuity. When you're 947 yeah. years old, you're gonna be getting a, a check for my, five, my two grandchildren's cents. children will get <laughs> right will get checks Absolutely. from this that's movie. That's crazy. So after that comes out and it does what it does. Do you now start get? Is it a lot easier when you go in to start reading for for, for uh, roles or, or roles or being written specifically for you? Still auditioning, still. I, I prefer to audition. You know, just because you know, I don't want to be. I don't want to walk on set and then you think I'm one thing and then it's like completely different. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to. I want you to hire me for my skill set. You yeah. know, and if you feel like because you saw Get Out and whatever your movie is, you know that. You know, I can do that. I, right. I would want you to see me doing it first, it. right? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you make a decision. So that that's my own preference. But uh, for the most part, after it was after it came out and the whole like it blew up, uh, I was it. It still wasn't like uh, for me. It wasn't like I was like it was like people jumping out of their drawers to like come <laughs> come right. cast me or something. You know what I mean? I still had to like get out there and grind, spot and grind. You know, so that was a. Uh, it was a humbling experience, you know, because, you know, when when we think, oh, man, I can't wait till I'm a part of something that's so big. And then when you finally are, it's still not what you think it's going to be. be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, like, it, it just took me through a whole different world of, of ideas and notions of what I want in this business and what I want to get out of this life, you know, that I'm living right now. So it's uh it was interesting, man. I know really everybody in St. Louis is like, he rich. Everybody call him. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Let me have some. Right. You know, I still don't even think I'm famous. You know what I mean? But people swear by it. Like you a celebrity. I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not right. Do, do people come to you on the street and be like, oh my God. You know it's funny, we were at Disneyland and a kid like ran up to me, like get out challenged me. Like right like ran up and just like Whoa. Don't do that, man. Get, get out of childhood. Get kicked in the face. Right. I'm going to say right. Louis. Now you get kicked right. in the face. You're going to kick a child in the face. I'll kick a child in the face. <laughs> my kids right here, man. I don't know what you want. Like, right. Especially a seven-year-old. Y'all seen that Disneyland fight, boy? Yeah. I tell you, hey, boy. That, uh, that Disneyland fight was crazy. Listen, Rumble. man. I'm just getting to a point where I'm like, I don't want to feel responsible for other black people. Right, right. No, okay. you're right. I'm getting it. But then when I saw that video, it just like... Reset me. The trauma just started all over again. Right. Like, and, and damn, that, I can't go to Disneyland, man. Exactly. Without people looking at me. Man, yeah. It's crazy. AM caffeine okay, show. I have a um. I have a question. In you want to you want to ask now, Marla, or after the mix? It's up to oh, you. Oh no, it's, it's going to the mix. I'm sorry. All right. AM caffeine show. Smooth D uh, on the ones and twos. My man, uh, Marcus Henderson is in the damn building. And we're going to talk about snowfall coming back. Yeah. So much more to do. AM caffeine show is Wednesday. Don't go nowhere. Smooth D in the mix, y'all. Let's go. Started the right way with the AM Caffeine Morning Show. Y'all know what this know is. I'm a sucker for cone rolls and manicure toes. Cindy Capri.
ask me nasty. Don't be scared, boo, go ahead and ask me. I drive fast, he call me Jeff Gordon. In a black SS with the navigation. Point blaze on, something smells amazing. I got a chick rolling up, half black and Asian. Another one pigeon telling me to come on. Her husband on vacation and left her home alone. I use the beat, well, flowers, weight loss, vows. I'm fat for on the iceberg, slim in one shower. Get a room at Trump Towers just to hit the three hours. Kick the pick up out the room, cause she used the word hours.
It's time for the AM Cafe Morning Show. Girl, I'll do it if you a bad bitch. I'm... 
AM Caffeine Show, Smooth D and Ones and Twos. Smooth D's first song, he took it back to St. Louis, huh? You took it back to the software for, yeah, for shouts, our guests. Shouts out to Nelly, Murphy Lee, and all them. And shouts out to uh, Shrimp St. Paul in a full box, a full order of shrimp fried rice. Wait, shout what? Shout out to Emos. Shouts out to Emos Pizza. Shouts out Vest Emos. Soda. Oh, so you just shouting out just, yeah. just a, a place to get the good things. Shouts out to the Pink Slip. We going all Shouts out to Larry Flint's. Larry Flint. Oh, my God. Larry Flint, huh? The guy in the wheelchair? Yep, he has a few establishments. Does uh, he? I, I wonder what kind of establishments those are. Hmm. Oh, yeah, great. Shout okay. out to the chicken head. The monastery. Right to oh, the monastery. Uh, shout, uh. shout out to making your knees touch your elbows. Break it down low. <laughs> eagle on, girl. Get your eagle on, girl. Get your eagle on, girl. Get your eagle on, girl. AM Caffeine Show. Uh, my man, Marcus Henderson in the building. We were talking about just the experience that he had in Get Out. And, and I do not want to not talk about Django. Django. And how was the experience with working with Quentin Tarantino, who was one of my favorite directors? I feel yeah. like he's eclectic. Eclectic is a good word. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll tell this story about him. Uh, I think he's a, a, a director that takes great care of his actors. Right. And in a sense of um, he cares about the film that he's doing, but he knows that the actor is a vital and necessary part of it. So therefore, he 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 is he acts accordingly to that. So one day, um, you know, like in the beginning, we're, we're walking in a bunch of different like terrains, right? Right. Uh, chained up. They made these like little rubber feet. Very, like we like, did a plaster mold of our feet and like did little artists that look just like our feet. And we would put them on whenever we had to like work on, the, on oh, like, wow. like real So it wasn't terrain, you weren't right? really walking on your feet. Yeah, yeah. So it was like little, little shoes. They were like little like, hugs. Little hugs. Little hugs. <laughs> They look like our feet, though. But they was comfy right. like us. They was comfy like us. Right. <laughs> and so, uh, and so, uh, one day, one day, one particular night, uh, they had to take uh, shots of our feet as we were walking. And he was, he came into the tent, and he was just like straight up with us, like, "Hey guys, we're not getting the shot. It looks like fake feet. Can we? Do you all mind? Right. If we use your real feet and like walk on the terrain or whatever. And I was. You know, it, that's my first movie. I You're don't like, know I gonna tell you no. Yeah, right. But the idea that he would come in and ask, right, and and just and not, be straight and not, up and with not us demand. and not send anybody else, right. right. He could have sent his ad. He could have sent a pa. He could have sent yeah, yeah, yeah. all sorts of people. Uh, but he came in there and just like talked to us like human beings. Wow. And, and I thought, and I just, I just think that says a lot. It doesn't seem like it's a big thing, but I think that says Was a lot. Was there anybody that said, I just got a pedicure? Absolutely not. Like the way my big toe was set up? No, my second toe was much longer than my big toe. No, I'm not going to do that. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, oh, wait. I have um, a question about uh, the Key and You said you, w- you went and watched all the, most of the Key and Peele. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Key and Peele skit? Oh man, um, it's it's a tie. It's a few of them, man. Because I love racist zombies. <laughs> uh, I love. Oh man, I love the uh, Gremlins Two pitch sketch. Do you remember that one? No, I don't remember that one. Where he was like playing this flamboyant like producer <laughs> that was like, "I want all the ideas that you have for Gremlins. Give it to me." <laughs> And then, like, it was like, I don't know, Hulk Hogan? Yes. Why not have the biggest wrestling star in the world in this movie? It was just everything that was in Gremlins 2 
they put in this pitch meeting, and it was so funny. Yeah, my uh, favorite is the East versus the West. Oh yeah, the East versus the West. The um the the All Star Game. Oh my God. Yeah, where they do the, the celebrations yes. and the names. <laughs> yes. And apparently, those are all real names. No, no, what? No, because one had a tractor voice. One was like the sound of a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> it was like arr, arr, Jackson. Yes. It's like no, it's not. <laughs> that is not. I cannot be somebody. Yeah, I promise you. You said they all. They, they are were all like, registered. What was real the names. skit uh, where it was like the two? They were talking about calling their wives the B, the B word. word. Oh my yeah, god, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was. Funny. And it was like out in space, like. <laughs> no, like, no, you guys. Like, Urkel. The Urkel sketch. Did anybody see that one? No. No. Okay. Oh All right. After this show is done, I'm gonna we're go going to watch it. the Urkel sketch. Wait. You got, on a, you, got on a, you got on a ring like you won or something. This is the Alabama State ring. This is We Damn. won the SWAC oh, championship you, Oh, you my stayed last year. on there. You stayed on the, on the team. I stayed long enough to the, get a ring. To get a ring, <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> like, I was there. Yeah. I was there. I got my ass knocked on the ground enough to <laughs> You earned that ring. You earned that ring. Yeah. Um... So, Snowfall. Yeah. Um, first of all, rest in peace to uh, John Singleton. Yeah, man. Shout um, out to the Singleton family. Yeah, absolutely. How was how was that experience working on working on Snowfall, and what was the process in getting that role as well? Was it still the same uh, audition type of thing? Did you know so, John Singleton? No. I mean, well, later I did. But when I first, well, you first auditioned did, for it, no, no I, I didn't. Um, yeah. uh, so when I first auditioned for it, I don't know if people know this, but there were uh, two there were two versions of it, right? Uh, I think I want to say that Showtime bought uh, Snowfall first. Okay. But they scrapped it because for whatever reason. And they they scrapped everybody on the show except for Malcolm Mays and Damson Idris. Okay, I believe those are the only two people who made it to the second version that you see on FX now. Okay, right. uh, to my knowledge, we did, um, we did hear that from yeah because um, Malcolm Mays was I'm, on the show. I'm yeah. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Joe's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was on the show too. Uh, and so and so I originally auditioned for. Amos Park, uh, Jerome, Uncle Jerome. Okay. Uh, the first time around, and that was a disaster. <laughs> why, why was that? <laughs> well, I went in, and the casting director literally was like on her phone and was like, You ready? And I was like, Sure. And I was like, Down to do it, but she just didn't look up from the phone. And I was just kind of like, Oh, okay. So I kind of, sometimes you go into a room and do they the do that on purpose? Just has an but, idea. But do they do that on purpose? I, maybe. I don't know. I never know. It's, it's not my job to figure that out. Right. You just go and do what I you just got to go do. in and do what I got to do, man. And if they're, if they dig it, then they'll dig it. If don't, then, you know, right. It's just sort of like, all right, well, I F wasted, you. I wasted <laughs> 20 minutes on that highway. That was a great segue. Right. Uh, um, smooth D when you came on, on to, to the, the next, next one. one. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You just uh, go in, do what you got to do, and then on to the next one. Yeah. Uh, and then so, like, uh, the second year came around, and Kim Coleman was the casting director this time around. Uh, she brought me in for uh, Jerome. Uh, did it, tested for it, didn't get it, uh, ultimately went to Amen. Uh, then uh, uh, then they brought me back in for this role, uh, Officer Andre Wright. And uh, they they were promising me like big things the first season, mm-hmm. and you know I was in like maybe like six episodes that first season, which is like a big thing, right? But, uh, it wasn't substantial to the 
the the arc the of the, the, the story. story at the time. Right. Uh, and then the second year, again, they were like, oh, we got big stuff coming. And then it was like two episodes. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm it's less than a right. <laughs> uh, and then uh, right when we were about to start this uh, season, I was sort of like, man, I don't know if I want to do this snowfall thing because... Because get out, get out was you know like popping, and I was like, shit, I was smelling myself. So all right, I can, I got options, you know. Uh, But they they made an offer I couldn't refuse. So uh, so I I came on this year and like and really like like signed on, and I was like, I'm going to make this a very positive experience, a very like uh, 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 life changing experience. I feel like, and I think that's what I got out of it, man. Ultimately, because. you know, being able to work with John before he passed, it's like, yeah, that's huge, yeah, that's man. Huge. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and we were, I felt like we were just forming this relationship, man, before the longest, you know, he would, uh, for the first two years, I was so af- not afraid to talk to him, but just like, I don't know, if I don't have nothing to say to you, I'm not going to say anything. Right. I'm not one of those people that's like, let me think of something to say so I can just, get in. Just- just you know, to start just conversation. Like, I feel like I'm in there. Right. You know, yeah, I don't like. Yeah. I don't like doing that. Right. I just. I, if it's natural, then cool. If not, you know, I let it be what it is. And so, like for the first two years, I just sort of like let it be what it is. Like, all right, that's John Singleton. You know, I, 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 I always gave him his flowers when I seen him. Right. But you know, for the most part, it was just kind of like, all right, you know, I, don't, I ain't got nothing to say. Right. But this year, you know, we had a lot more to talk about. You know, we we started off talking about the show. Like he was like, "You ready, motherfucker? You ready?" <laughs> You know, <laughs> they gonna hate your ass this year. You know, it's stuff like that that like really, you know, just it's little moments like that that really like make me miss him. You know, like that just that playful energy that he had, but like very serious about his craft and his people. Right. You know what I mean? And um, one of the things that he would say, he would always like start a conversation with you, and you tell him the story of whatever the thing was he asked, and then he'd be like, "You write it? Did you write it? You should write that." You know, and that, mm-hmm. that was always Being just like, little, yeah, just uh-huh. very encouraging to like write your stories. You know what I mean? Because your story is your story, right? And nobody else has a story like that, right? Know? So right. it was, it was, uh, it was very impactful. It was very impactful being on the show, uh, especially this year. Um, I, okay, so because it seems like, okay, first of all, who's your favorite actor? My aside favorite, from, actor? aside from yourself. You know, I got I got a couple. I got a theory. Um, I feel like Woody Harrelson can do no wrong. I, I just wow. Woody Harrelson is actually really dope. You know what I mean? Like he's really anything dope. you watch him, in, even if it's a crap movie, like he's you watch great. his role, he's great. Yes. So I, I I'm very partial to Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, uh, that was but unexpected. Somebody else who I kind of model myself after oh, right. is a Bokeem Woodbine. Bokeem. You know, okay. he's very like you know I I, I just find myself in that lane. For whatever reason, um, Marla, yeah, what, yeah, what, what does that look about Bokeem? Y'all could be from the same tribe, like you and Bokeem could be from the same tribe. But I mean, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I mean, I respect all that Bokeem has done, but I would not look at Bokeem and say, "Oh, he's a great actor." Really? Not, did you see not. Fargo? Yes, did you see him I in did. Fargo. I forgot about he was that. Amazing. He was good in Fargo, but. Nonetheless, what was the movie he did back in the day with uh, with, he, with the dude from Onyx? He was the same person in all the other movies, though. Yeah. No, he was yeah, like Keanu Reeves. What was, was, like, was that? Strapped, not strapped, 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 strapped. Strapped. He was different from Strapped. He's the same to person. Jason's lyric. No, he was in Jason's lyric. He was a psycho. Okay, whatever. Anyway, okay. <laughs> but okay, whatever. 
Okay, I'm, so I'm starting to think maybe you just don't know Bo King Woodbine's work. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't identify him in all of all of his work. Okay, but the thing. Oh my that god! I remember, and then in uh, Dead Presidents, he was he was a psycho, but a different kind of same, psycho. He's the same person, though. <laughs> Isn't that great though that he no, works like in Keanu all these films? Reeves. No, it's like Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is his, himself in every. Denzel movie. is himself in every movie. No, he's True. not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He literally does the same thing in every movie. No. Except for Malcolm X. Okay. Right. But any other movie, name one. No, I'm going to tell you I'm, the no. exact movie he was like that before. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. But Really? Like, so what would, What was Denzel in Fences? He was, he try, was, a, he he was, was, he was trying hard in Fences. He was, <laughs> he, no, it didn't do it for you. It didn't do it for you. Because I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a theater person, remember. I'm I a theater person. And Fences is a theater show. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you try to translate that to film. It was just like when Diddy did. Oh, a my raisin, raisin in the, the sun. sun. Oh my god. And that I'm not. And I'm not. But but that but not that, not on that level. But no, I'm just saying. But like I it was. What you're saying. It just did not translate for me. I did you all you. see that video of uh, on Facebook that went viral for a while of James Earl Jones doing fences compared to Denzel doing fences? No, I didn't, no, see, I didn't that. see that. Oh man, it, James Earl Jones. But you know, James Earl Jones. You could, you could a drop a pin and everybody could hear it in the theater. If when James Earl Jones did it, right? But when Denzel does it, everybody's yucking it up and laughing, and they're just okay, in there because all, it's Denzel. Yucking, yucking, it it <laughs> yucking it up, yucking it up, y'all Trust back me. in the back, yucking yuck, it up, yuck, yuck, yuck. Wait, okay, because my favorite actor is Jeffrey Wright. I think okay. he's dope. Jeffrey Wright is dope. Okay, so what what I was going to ask is. It seems like you're able to transform yourself like Jeffrey. Like I, I identify. I see that Jeffrey does. How do you get out of? Oh, hey! hey. hey. But how do you? How do you <laughs> remove that role from you? How do you? How do you? What's your process of cleansing uh, yourself of that of the the person? I don't know. I don't think I really cleanse myself of it because I think it's already in me. You know, I think, uh, you know, when I was at Alabama State, uh, shout out to Dr. Stewart. Uh, She taught us about the art of being. And the art of being means that everything is in you already. You're essentially perfect the way God made you. So everything you need that to form any character is already already there and in you. Mm. You You just have to do what you have to do to to let it out. out. But you can't be holding on to these psycho mentalities. Like if you play a serial killer, I don't like, listen, whatever. I mean, I mean I, I, some, people, some to, people just take it a little too far. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hear this thing about method acting. Yes, method, method, absolutely. method. Absolutely. And I, personally, I call it bullshit because I think a person is just in control of what they do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, somebody can be like, oh, I'm method acting and then punch somebody because they felt like they were still in the character. And I call it bullshit. Okay, so did you they, see Did you, you see um, that, what was it, Andy Kaufman? Yeah, with, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, with Jim Carrey. Yeah. The, uh, you don't yeah. believe that he actually kind of went crazy believing that he was this person? Like, I like, mean, I believe you, that he had a shit to. ton of money and he could get away with doing that. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. Fair. But, you know, I, I think that, I think you can get consumed. Yeah. I mean, I've done theater shows where I felt consumed. Like, I would go home. Uh, I did a Raisin in the Sun before, and, and playing Walter Lee is a very frustrating role because he's he's very tight the entire show. He's mm-hmm. just tight and like he can't he can't seem to get right anywhere at any avenue. He has no lanes open for him, right. and so that's very frustrating. Right? You know, uh, uh, so it's it. So I I need to unwind afterwards. You know, 
maybe roll up something and <laughs> like I, have, have a sit back. Right. I am you know? not Walter Lee. Yeah, <laughs> not Walter Lee today, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right now. Um. So do we have snowfall? What? What is what? What are you working on? Do you want to do? Do you like doing television? Or do you want to do more theatrical? Do you want to do more? You know, as as my profile rises, I think my money will rise in movies. But yeah. right now, the money is really in, good in TV. TV. Uh-huh. Um, uh, for me, right now, I'm uh, I'm actually on another show called Tacoma FD with the guys from Broken Lizard uh, who did the Super mm, Trooper movies. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a show called Tacoma FD on True TV and it is the funniest show on television. Really? It is the funny. I get, I can put my I put my blood on that. Okay, I it's have a, I have a watch on television. list. So I'm going to watch it watch and watch I'm going to be like, listen. Uh, How long has the show? It, it, we just finished our first season. First, okay. Uh, we, we shot it last fall. Uh, it came out March 28th this year um, and it was rated the number one comedy on television, oh, wow. uh, number one new comedy on television. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch that. I'm gonna it, watch uh, it too. I'm gonna watch that. Uh, uh, on True, True TV. On True TV. Quick True question: TV. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Bobby DeBarge movie? No, okay. no, I didn't. Okay, yeah, I started to watch it. Yeah, it, we can't have a conversation about it because you, I mean, you, you didn't, you didn't I, like I, that. I was huh? like, I, I love everybody like, that I know I who watched it had an story, issue with it. Yeah, but when I tell you that the acting was horrible, yeah. It Everybody was that I know try to stay away from like, like picks about people, about like biopics pics and yeah. stuff. Like, I was I like, just, first yeah. of all, it looked like Them hair wigs. makeup. They ain't have no money for. Like, <laughs> we're not gonna come into work today. Oh, well, it's okay. We it's got like that. Somebody just <laughs> shook a wig out and put it on him. That's you. Now you, Bobby. See, you, Bobby DeBarge. <laughs> it's like what? And then it was like the acting was horrible. To where I'm watching it saying, I don't believe, I don't believe, I don't believe, I don't believe nothing you're saying. People just trying to get that check. Yeah. Yes, but it was horrible. I have a question. I, I remember at one point where if you did films, you couldn't really, it, it was like a downgrade yeah, really, yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Don't do television. To do television. Uh, yeah, 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 but yeah. now it seems like everybody wants to do television. Oh, like, yeah. The game what, has definitely changed. What, what do you think the shift was? What was it that change that you know well, that the perception of like tv not being lesser than tv started to become more cinematic you know uh look at a show like the wire you yeah. know what i mean like what movie star didn't want to be a part of a show like that or the sopranos right because they I felt think, like movies yeah mm-hmm. i think hbo really kicked it off true in terms of like oh tv like hour-long dramas whoa let me you know i want to be a part of this right let me be a part of this uh i'm trying to think what show it was or it was like a movie star, like was a part of this show. It was just like, oh well, this formula works. Let's keep getting movie stars to be the lead of this show. Oh, the show. And then all of a sudden, it it just started to snowball. Everybody, you know, like want to be on a TV show, or they have their own limited series, as yeah. they call them. Now. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So like, even you know, I know uh, they're working on something on Hulu where Lupita is you know doing. Uh, a show, you know, wow, okay. On Hulu, it's gonna be a limited series though, because she ain't got time to be doing TV. <laughs> right, right. <Go> get <laughs> you know, this like big that. movie money. Yeah, you know, so it's uh, so it's just it's it's it, you know, the game changed in that way. So I'm, I'm what did I'm you think about it. us? <laughs> hmm. I thought it was a okay. Let me. How do I say this? Look, I, I say he's gonna get I, a job next time. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Here, here's my thing, man. I think that it was. I, I thought it was a. I thought it was a good movie. You know, it was like nice to watch. I, I wouldn't watch it again. 
you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't like take the time out to watch it again just because it didn't it it just it was like it was just a movie. You know, I watched it again to, in hopes that I found something different. And you did you? Yeah, you did. I did, but it, it still it wasn't still it wasn't great. It. it wasn't. I think that I was expecting it to be another Get Out. Yeah, you wanted it to be Get Out, but, yeah, it, but it's, it, this it, ain't that. It absolutely was not. And my thing is, is that I felt like it was a bit. I felt like it was a bit rushed, if I'm being honest. Mm. In in a sense of like it wasn't a complete, it wasn't complete. Like there were just so many. Like in Get Out, if you had questions at the end and you rewatched it, you could answer those questions. Yes, eventually. that's true. Uh, with with us, there were questions, you still, and you still have them. Like, like literally, right like now. the first question I had was like, "How did they even get those clothes in the underneath?" Right. <laughs> Did they have a, a damn TJ Maxx? Or? <laughs> like, like is there underneath TJ Maxx? Oh, yeah, JCPenney up under there? Like, maybe that's where all the clothes went. Like uh, uh, the NFL teams that didn't win that they printed up, maybe they sent them under underneath. Uh, but they so, have the same clothes on as the people over. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? And so, right, like, how, I get it. Like, right. so if I like take away my like analytical brain and I'm like, okay, let me just watch this movie as a movie and just enjoy it. Yeah, it was it was fine. I liked it. You know, but if I'm like expecting it to be this like powerhouse that makes me think and I want to talk about it for weeks and weeks and months and years after it's all out, this is the conversation we'll have every time we Look, bring we, up. We us. were trying. We were trying. Yeah. We were like, so what? And I think what it was was the anticipation that built up. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like the, the poster came out a year before the movie came out. Right. And we were like, oh, like I was surprised. I didn't even know about it. I was like, oh, really? George Phil's another movie out. Huh? Okay. I ain't get a phone call. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how about your people? You know, but uh, but it was one of them things where it's like, okay, all right. I, you know, it. I, I thought it was enjoyable. And, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm I support Winston and Lupita. We all went to Yale together, and like mm-hmm. it was. Uh, no, wait, hold, wait, hold on. Yeah, you just don't throw that out there. You can't just. Oh, just, I just. Yeah, just, you yeah, just gotta like. Yeah, boom, right? Yeah, and we went to Yale did, together. Did but you, you get know. a secondary degree? Yeah, I, I went and got my master's. Oh, uh, excuse me, in what? In, in acting, acting. Oh, I'm a thespian. I'm a thespian. I'm a master thespian. Yeah, there that's you go. kind of amazing. From Yale. Yeah. So oh, did really? you? So how does that work? Going at? Did you what? have? You just paid for that? Oh no, man! I went yeah. for free. How did so? How did that work? So, at, at Alabama State, yeah, man, shout out Alabama State. Uh, we we have a relationship with several grad schools. Okay, uh, of people who've gone pretty much just like pick a pick a black actor to put in your grad program. Oh, uh, you, were you know picked. what I mean? So, it, well, not from Yale, but like different different schools, and a lot of people. You know, Brown was a big candidate. For people at my school, we can get mm-hmm. into Brown real, like, just mm-hmm. a pipeline mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and so I was like, oh, I can go to Brown, but I really want to go to this school in D.C. where I can get an MFA in one year, and I can just get this done in a year. And I went to D.C., and I went to go see this school, and I saw a guy who, you know, I looked at as a mentor um, at the time, and we were talking about, you know, stuff, and he was like, Look, man, if you're trying to be in this business, if you want to really be good at your craft, you can't go to a, you can't get your MFA in a year. You can't be a master of your craft in a year. Mm-hmm. You need to like go to a school, and it's three schools that matter: Yale, NYU, and Juilliard. 
And I didn't know, you know, I don't know nothing. So I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Right. I'm going to apply. I'm, I guess I'm going to apply to Yale or, you know, but I saw Juilliard was four years. I was like, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> I'm good. All right. That eliminated now. It's either NYU or Yale. Right. Um, uh, I went to apply for NYU, but I didn't like the person who was working the table at the time because he had an attitude. And that's just New York, though. I didn't realize at the time that that's, that's just everybody. New, that's just New York. Yeah. Like, you just got this attitude. Like, you got a chip on your shoulder. As soon as you wake up in New York, that's right. I get it. Okay, uh-huh. uh, so it was just Yale left for me. So I was like, all right, I'm, let me audition for this school. I'm gonna try to set my own path. And uh, I was so confident because I had somewhere to go already. Like I said, I was already push in the brown. Shove, I get push the brown. Get, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get in the brown anyway. So like, I'm, let me just try, just go all out for Yale. Right. And uh, did it. Uh, one of my mentors, Charles Dutton, rock. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. You know, and he was he was very instrumental in in uh, writing my recommendation to go get in, and uh, he he taught me a lot. You know, in terms of uh, we did a movie together when they came to Alabama called uh, Honey Dripper, Honey Dripper uh, by John Sales, and it was a weird movie, but it was it was a nice experience. I did background work, which I'll never I would I swore I would never do again. <laughs> so it, it taught me a lot about that sort of thing. Uh, and just watching him and watching the fire and passion he had inside him was like, yeah, man, I want to do that. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I auditioned for Yale and got in, and then it was three years. And then I moved straight out here. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, man, it was a bunch of people that, you know, uh, Trey Byers from Empire. It was my classmate. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Davon Joy Randolph, who you all may not know now, but after this uh, Dolomite biopic comes out with Eddie Murphy, you all will definitely know who she is. Um, you know, uh, I had a couple other classmates uh, that were on Empire too. Uh, you know, it's just like we just had heavy hitters, man. Asian Naomi King, who was in uh, uh, Nat Turner, it was the, the Nat Turner movie, mm-hmm. The Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation. Uh, she's yeah. on How to Get Away with Murder. Uh, you know, it's just man, it's a ton of people, man. That just were there at that time, and you know, it felt like that early '80s, like when Rock and Angela Bassett and all right, these people right, were there. Right. And I feel like. You know, like that, that reminds me of that time that we were there and that in between those years of 2008 and 2011. Do y'all see each other and it seems like a fraternity? Like, hey, let's, oh my God, I remember, hey, you crazy. Oh yeah, I keep, I keep, you know, I'm, I'm somebody who's very big in the village and community. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm always in touch. I'm always like, oh, yo, awesome. yo, what's up? What's going on? Let's, let's get together. Let's play some spades, whatever, you know. Oh, y'all don't want to play no spades. Yeah. <laughs> And y'all don't want to play no space. Y'all want to, y'all, y'all, I got I know the cars, I know the cars, I, I, I know right the cars before they fall out your hand. Oh, I know okay. y'all don't want to play no know, space. I'm, people don't want to play with me because sometimes I renege because I forget. Ooh, oh, no, but, so, no, so no. I don't play. I don't play because y'all be wanting to fight. I learned how to play spades <laughs> really, really good at St. Charles, Missouri. I there won't you tell go. I won't tell why I was, yeah, well, yeah. That sounds like prison. Yeah, it kind of, don't, hey, why you bringing up my past? I was just saying it sounds like it. I didn't Yeah, I don't know what, yeah, that's a whole nother show, but St. Charles. Shout out. <laughs> AM Caffeine Show. So, um, Marcus, are you are you heavy? Do you do the social media thing? Can fo- folks follow you? Do you? Man, I just joined Twitter, so I'm trying to understand it. But if you want to follow me on there, it's at Marcus Axed Badly. Marcus Axed Badly. Marcus Axed Badly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and on Instagram, it's Marcus Henderson314. I don't know why I don't just have the same thing. Yeah, Marcus, why are you just Marlo? Why are you I just, just across the board? Because you and your St. Louis people. Because it just you know. I represent Ryan, though. Yeah, you did represent, but you should have just represented across the board. You got Marcus acts badly. 
Yeah, because I don't really take Twitter seriously. <laughs> okay. It's just something that I was just like, I wanted to live tweet on, on Tacoma when we were doing live tweeting. Right. And I just like made up a name. <laughs> you know. Marcus X Badly. Badly. All yeah. right. So, folks can watch you now on Snowfall. You have the show on on, on True TV, TV, and that so comes on Coma when? FD. Coma FD, and uh, that comes on when? Right now, uh, we were on every Wednesday, or no, we were on every Thursday at ten o'clock after Impractical Jokers. But now you can just catch it on the uh, live stream, uh, the streaming app, the True TV streaming app. You can okay. catch it on there, or you can go on any app uh, and just buy it. Amazon, anything like that. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch it too. Gonna watch it, it's that. gonna be your favorite show. I guarantee it. I I'm guarantee watch it. That. I yeah. guarantee it. I like quirky. Um, it it. Comments. Oh my god, you're gonna. You yeah. probably you, you should wear a diaper. You are gonna piss your pants? Oh uh, <laughs> no, I'll just let it free. And one more one more thing. I I, I you know I know I'm not I'm not supposed to intersect here, but uh, I heard you say something about homecoming a little while ago. Yes. Uh, I'm on that show. Oh, so thanks Sorry. for the support and watching hey, it as well. Yeah, I, I did. Say. I did watch it. I watched it. It was great. <laughs> I heard what you said. <laughs> Marla, okay. you, you didn't like it? It was depressing. It was, was very it depressing? depressing. Like, it, it felt like um, it made you, it, well, it made me think too much of actual veterans, you know, that I know and what they could possibly be going through. And mm. it's like, it was really like, it was just really a downer for me. Okay. Okay. Shad. That was weird. I liked it. Like and weird stuff. Show you. Well, you're weird. Yeah. We, we, we came to that conclusion already. I, you know what? I think I'm going to be like a, 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 a Clarence Howard. You remember that? Uh, is that his name? Clarence Howard oh, Clarence Thompson? Uh, Who? No. From, the dude uh, from Tales from the Hood. Yeah. He was oh, the yes. Kansas daddy. Shit. Oh, you're talking about Daddy from Purple Rain. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he's, oh, yeah, yeah. Clarence, yeah. Clarence, Clarence Williams III. Clarence Williams III. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, he's, he, that, he, that is dope, though. He's he's constantly had roles. He's, but he always creeps me out. Yeah. Ah, right, there you go. Yo, he creeps do- me but he's out. dope. You want the You want the shit? I'll give you this shit. Marvel, you have no okay. idea what that thank is. You for call- thank you for checking someone Kanye. into the AM caffeine. So I think we just went downhill because these people are crazy. You don't know the movie. Which wow, movie? You don't, you don't know Tales from the Hood? You don't know Tales from the Hood? No. Wow. wow. Oh, my God. Seriously? Wow. God, you guys are ridiculous. Anyway, for the culture, Put that yeah, on your right. If, if nothing yeah, else for the culture. <sighs> AM caffeine show, Marcus. Anytime, man. Open door policy. Obviously, you know the St. Louis connection. Hey, Keep so us man. abreast of everything that you have going on. AM caffeine show. Make sure that. you guys follow Marcus. It's it's uh, Marcus acts badly on Twitter, but he doesn't take that serious. And on <laughs> and, <laughs> and on IG is Marcus Henderson three one four because he represents oh, represents. Put your L up. For the loop. I put my L up, but it's with an A. AM Caffeine Show. You guys enjoy your day. We'll be back on Friday. Make sure you go to amcaffeine.com for all station links and listings. We'll be back on Friday. You guys enjoy your day. We up out of here. Peace. Bye.